My name is Rod Van Blake of the Ancient Illumination series, as well as the Umbani Chronicles, and I'm joined once again by Jocelyn Short. Yo. She is a concept artist and illustrator, creator of a series called Bearers. Uh, there will be a link in the description. Uh, or there'll be a link to her website in the description of this episode once we post the audio to Spotify for podcasters. We are also joined by Jordan Pinnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. He is the creator of Eve of Insurrection, Eve of Reclamation, as well as Growing in the Garden. He is also the illustrator on the Ancient Illumination graphic novels, as well as the Yambani Chronicles comics. And there will also be a link to his uh, Shopify website if you're interested in any of his art, as well as a link to my author site. Um, we are here to talk about Loki, the finale. It's finally over with. Um, We've got all the episodes. This one, I believe, was titled Glorious Purpose, which is a throwback line, I believe, to the, the 2012 Avengers movie when he says, I am burdened with glorious purpose. They even, in the opening scene, they even have a flashback to that point where, where he says that. Um, spoilers, if you have not finished the series of all the things we're about to discuss, I'm about to go through very quickly my breakdown of kind of what happened, and then we'll each discuss. Basically, the TVA has been wiped at the end of episode five, and Loki is trying to go back and fix it, because now he's controlled his time slipping. Um, basically, he thinks he has two choices that he and Sophie were given to in season one, uh, that would be either to take over basically as the Time Lords in place of He Who Remains or Sylvie could kill him and basically try and do the same thing uh, and, and await the multiversal war. Uh, so we see him here. It's kind of a cool episode where he gets time slip through various points uh, prior to the TVA wipe. Basically trying to fix things over and over again and find a solution that works uh, and nothing works even when he has like a perfected plan that he has executed centuries <laughs> remember yeah yeah it's, it's, like, it's, it's gonna take centuries my man literally disappears for yeah he okay initially down. says we take so he thinks oh we took too long he's just trying to make this process faster and faster um, they kind of gloss over something. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but he seems to ask Miss Minutes for help in, in one of the, the flashbacks. He, he jumps into the room and they're sitting there and he's like, yeah. I know you've been hurt. I know you're angry, but basically it's going bad. We need your help. And then Miss Minutes is just blinking big eyed at him yeah. the whole time. She doesn't really say anything. And they don't, they never pay that off in any way that I see or recall. Do you guys recall them going back to that moment and seeing Miss Minutes give some type of input? I do. You um, do? I do. I, I remember, I just finished watching it. And so yeah. I, yeah, I, I was like, at the, I mean, it's unfortunate that the, I think the payoff was just that it was meant to be like a, a funny moment. Like Miss Minutes was like, her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <wait>. my <laughs> next note says Victor Timely LOL just because we get to see this man get destroyed 
over and over again in the worst rendition of Groundhog's Day ever. This man just forgetified over and over again. My boy forgets to latch his helmet. He, he drops the, the thing. And Loki knows like everything. Sylvie's look on her face uh, when Mobius brings them down to uh, Ob's office, and basically he's trying like forget all these shenanigans. You both wrote the book that started the TVA. And now that we got that over with, and she just like the camera goes to her, and she like kind of looks at him all crazy before he goes to the field, and then even uh, Mobius. That was hilarious when he's finally like, "What the shit?" I fell out laughing when he said that when he was trying to pull him to the side like what the shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a funny scene where like oh sad mobius is like hip like wait um like like low-key is really like locked in and like i'm i'm trying to fix this like i thought it was funny when i first watched it i like um i kind of i kind of missed like details where it was like him being gone for a whole century so mm-hmm. like it was kind of answering this question of like, or it was kind of validating, verifying why, confirming why like Loki was so like calculated and pinpointed because he became a, a scientist in a way and like craft and like knew how to do it all. So yeah. it was funny that uh, Mobius was like, what was going on? Yeah, he, well, time was no issue. Is, yeah, exactly. Is is. You know, time, when you manipulate time, that don't matter no more. Yeah, he's like, oh, a century? I can go back and do a century, you know, and, and it's no problem. Uh, Ob, the funny part, too, is uh, Ob, if you look at Ob's face while he's inputting the password to the TVA in the in the loom room, and he's looking at him like, how does he, he's like, he's, and he's doing it all quick. Mm-hmm. He's just inputting everything. Um, that part was so funny. Like, when yeah. you look at the keyboard, you just, and I was like, bro. <laughs> and, and then Charlie oh, just repeatedly calling him wizard was hilarious. To I love that. I love that. Uh, yeah, so that, none of that works. I wasn't surprised that none of that worked. But none of that works. So Loki decides he's going to go back to the time where Sylvie kills he who remains. Which I thought was hilarious, by the way. I'm that like, was hilarious. Like, I'm like, this is literally what Ron's been complaining about. They're gonna address it, and but they didn't. But they did. Because... Loki, still, Loki still couldn't do what needed to be done. So yeah, because like, I, I'm, I'm just gonna be the first to raise my hand out of after, like <laughs> You're gonna off top. Yeah. And the reason, my reasoning is because when we get to the very end, when they have their one-on-one time, um, because uh, you know. He who remains, they have they finally have a time where they get into the discussion where they both can freeze time. And it was funny to see he who remains make fun of himself basically when he starts stuttering. Oh, like Victor <laughs> he's oh he told you he told you it was a scaling problem. That's what he told you. Uh, like that was hilarious. <laughs> uh yeah. All that stuff, that conversation was awesome. I loved Jonathan Majors at this part where he gets to come back as he remains and have that repartee back and forth with him. And he's like, how many times have we had this conversation? And him being like, this isn't the first time we've had this conversation. That kind of loop was interesting. Um, and things, he, he realizes he can't stop it. Question though, either of y'all can answer this. After all this time, shouldn't Loki know Sylvie's every move? Like, have a counter before the counter? I think it wasn't It wasn't so much about him knowing her counter. I Because I think he did. 
I think he just couldn't bring himself to, to because I think at every point, even knowing all her counters, it still came down to like, he wanted to change her mind and he just couldn't do it. Like whether, yeah, he just couldn't bring himself to kill her no matter what, even, even with knowing all her counters. Cause like, I think it could have just been where like, yeah, he knew her counters. He probably could have like threw her off or whatever. But at the end of the day, he was just like, I, I just don't want to do this. And I, I just, I'm, I'm buying myself time to try to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she can keep knocking me down until I figure this out. I can't figure it out. So I have to do, you know, yeah. I, yeah. And she's also going to keep fighting. So right. like, and he didn't, honestly, he didn't, he wasn't about that life. So I'm like, all right, look, I'm not, you're not going to, you're not going to do what needs to be done. You're trying to figure a workaround. Yeah, but at the same time, they both got to the point where he could just freeze her. I Dude, thought that he was like he was like he's right. like wait a minute, <laughs> what makes you think I didn't figure out how to time? And then he points at him like that. So I was like, okay, if he's got he's gotten that far, he should have had a solution figured out. I understand that he couldn't bring himself to kill her. I right? need one. Especially after hearing her answer when he figured out that these are like the only choices he's given. I figured he would know her every move. Uh, he who remains confirms that the TVA is just a backup fail-safe loop that's easy to rebuild. He's like, the only thing is going to destroy everything but the sacred timeline. And... Loom was the fail-safe of TVA. Yeah, and so... I don't understand why he didn't, especially, like I said, after that that final conversation when he decides to do what he's going to do, um, Loki decides he's going to rewrite the equation but not eliminate the most problematic variable, in my opinion, which is the Kangs. He's not going to eliminate that. He is allowed, he, he finally is able to kind of let go of his attachment um, and Kang doesn't fight him on it. That's what was surprising to me that he's like, he's just like, okay, you're going to keep going round and round and you're going to try and do whatever you do. He just puts his hands up and says, okay. And in my opinion, it seemed like he was going back in time again, but this time to say goodbye to his closest friends and kind of get closure because he goes back to Mobius um, to say goodbye. When he, he flashes back to that, in like the interrogation scene where he's sitting in the office with the thing on his neck and then he asked him you know and then Mobius tells him about when Renslayer was able to prune the eight-year-old that was going to kill 5,000 lives and that caused such a stir and he hesitated and he stands up and shakes his hand to me that was him kind of saying goodbye knowing what he was going to do later like I have to say goodbye to my friends I'm not going to have no friends I'm just going to be at the end of time by myself and then he goes and does the same <laughs> Sylvie when they're at like the new old TVA, OB's office when he thinks he's a sci-fi writer and things start to spaghettify. He talks to Sylvie and she still don't get it. And that's that's why I'm like, I, I would have I done it because she still doesn't get that nothing still equals nothing. Like if there's nothing left and you have a chance to try and save things in whatever form you can, she still would rather just burn it to the ground. Like, there is no existence. Kang has told you the multiversal war is coming where there's a danger of everything in existence being wiped out as a result. And she's still like, 
but she was standing ten toes down on that. I can't fault her for that. At least she oh, got you can. Uh, I gotta respect the character that commits to a certain uh a, a certain ideal or, or behavior. I can't I can't be mad if they're gonna be she said the people deserve agency even in death. Yeah. That, that is the- <laughs> That is a quintessential spike in your nose because of your face. Like, but it's it's that's that's what she believes. He's fighting her nose. Yeah, I I can appreciate, um, like you said, her not wavering, even if it, you know, like just because. I mean, it's interesting. Like for her to be so unwavering in her resolve for two whole seasons. I think it's very <laughs> impressive. Yeah, um, I I don't know why <laughs> you know to be to be so resolved. I mean, I I mean I get I guess I can understand just just based on her arc in which she's just she's been hunted her entire existence, you know, that. and and has and has had to live throughout apocalypse after apocalypse, and she's just like man, I've had no choice. And had to exist in the most terrible circumstances. People deserve choice, no matter what. So I, I can, I can appreciate that. It's not right. <laughs> and, and that's my point. That, that's that's my main point. Is her solution is not a solution. It, it's if it if I'm going to fight for something to the point where it destroys everything, including myself, and like what are we fighting for at that point. Well, people like this exist. Just saying. Like I can. I have the choice to whoop my own ass. I don't. What, <laughs> what choice is that? Honestly, that's that's her choice. That's that's that that's that person's choice. It's not constructive. It's not constructive. But yeah, yeah, and that's my main. That's my main issue with it. I, I would understand people that that bitch about problems. I am keen to listen to as long as they're coming with solutions. And if you have no solutions and whatever you're going to do in this moment out of emotion is going to completely wreck everything. To be fair, to to be, to only be fair, just because I think she was always going to do what she was going to do. And Loki was coming to her for help. Yeah. Like he, I, at this point I, and maybe I'm just not remembering. I'm not sure why he still needed her. Like, you know, to, to accomplish whatever, he, you know, all that he was trying to accomplish to like fix it. I'm not sure exactly why he still needed her because she was always going to do what she was going to do. Yeah. And so I'm like, why do you keep going back to her for help? Cause I think they're, kin- you know, they're both Loki's, they're kindred okay. spirits and he wanted, and she was there at the kind of the beginning of this tumultuous fall. So it's almost like, you know, if, if me and Jocelyn kicked the can of paint over together, kind of, then when it comes time to try and mop this paint up, I'm probably going to go back and say, hey, Jocelyn, we need to kind of... do this. Yeah, we need, we need to mop this up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's my main problem with her, is not that she has that attitude in the beginning, because like you said, she had no choice in what happened. It's the fact that after she's on the other side of the coin and sees the direct results of her actions and knows for a fact that that is kind of the turning point because she even said to herself like uh this is where the the branch the the multiverses started branching mm-hmm. she, she's sitting there in, in the tva and she at that moment she sees it and even after 
all these kind of epiphanies and moments of clarity that should have crystallized things for her, she's still going about the route that she's going to go. Well, it is interesting just to even to continue this this part of her personality, mm-hmm. like because she seemed to care about what was happening and the consequences of her actions once she saw with her own eyes that everything was disappearing around her. That's the only time she's cared. So even after Loki went back to that moment with he who remains and she was about to kill him and they were fighting, she couldn't hear him just because like even after Loki told her, I've seen it, I've been there, I know it, she still was like, man, whatever. That's not what time I'm on. Because that, you know, she can't see, she just can't see anything outside of her own kind of viewpoint, which she got that tunnel vision. Right. Which, yeah. you know, like it could just, just be tunnel vision, could be her art, could be part of being a Loki, just being so single minded and selfish um, in s- d- specific regards. And maybe in this way, it plays out for her. But yeah, the only, I noticed that, that that was the only time she was able to be like, the branches are dying. We have to do something. And that was yeah. one cake. Right. Okay. Well, we don't care about this cake. Right. It was like, as soon as it, she could see it, it was like she had a Pikachu face. Like, <laughs> and, and, that's, and, so, and that's the only reason why I say because she's so steadfast and like she's not going to be a solution to the problem is the only reason I'm, I would be advocating for going ahead and mixing it once you realize like this you know this is this is all that's going to happen like this you are the reason Ragnarok is coming and every time we put you in this situation even when we give you other information that proves this is what happens you're still going to go ahead and do that I, I'm sorry I, I, I'd have been the time lord frozen real quick I hate to do it <laughs> you would have frozen yeah cause I mean <laughs> Loki just close your eyes just close yeah. your eyes yeah just don't look at yeah <laughs> just close your eyes turn around just yeah Still up, right? <laughs> yeah, don't look. You know, just I, I, yeah, and, and like I said, and also both of those solutions, like I said, don't get rid of the worst variable. What what the main issue is going to end up being, and that's he who remains. He basically says he's going to rewrite the equation, but the variables are still going to be there that's are, that are going to cause the problem. Um, he knows it too because he said you know him and he who remains have that conversation it's like they're coming he's like we'll try and stop them they're infinite he's like I know he's like it doesn't matter and he's like he's like, alright didn't he call him champ he's like alright champ <laughs> <laughs> you got it um, and so once he realizes that he can't kill Sylvie he decides to time skip back to where the TVA is about to be destroyed again and my boy this was the coolest part I think of the episode when my boy just walks out, no suit, and his Loki uniform reappears. These big old green horns just start forming, and he just he creates. There is no path to walk out in space. It just these invisible stairs just guide him up, and he starts picking up these dead branches. That's when I stood the up. <laughs> Him touching them after. Wait, I gotta, I gotta like the whole thing of like it once. Once he blew it up, and I was like. First of all, that was just beautiful how he blew up the little, yeah. and then you just see all these dead strands, kind of green energy, and then he starts reinvigorating them and pulling them. 
And this is when it got real anime really fast. I was like, wait a second. Did this man just take threads and like create a cloak out of it? I'm like, I was like, yes. That's what I was screaming. It almost reminded me of the, I don't know if y'all remember that movie, The Cell. So, oh yes, the horror yes. film. Where, where the dude had the the one of the villains had the cape that was attached to the ceiling and the wall. You didn't realize until he stands up and walks forward and the drapes and the ceiling yeah. start coming with him. Yeah, when he had the, that kind of reminded me a little bit of that when he had the the, the so multiverse uh, timelines in his hands and he's just walking up and then when he goes to sit on that little golden encrusted oh, throne. So uh, sick, to wow. become the, the time lord. I, I like the line that he says to Sylvia. I know. I know what kind of God I need to be for you and for all of us. And he becomes basically uh, the, the God of stories or the, the Time Lord. My boy is picking up uh, branches of timeline and literally breathing life back into them and becomes a living loom. Uh, and then as they kind of, after he pulls them all together and the green glow goes, it turns from horizontal to vertical. And I think it's kind of a homage to like Idrisil or the Norse God's uh, living tree, yeah. the world tree. Yeah. Still... world tree. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I was like, yeah. That was. That was a picturesque scene right there. That's so good. I like, t- like... closure. <laughs> like, this is how you end something. This is how you end Loki's story. Like, this is, like, perfect. I was like, God. Really good. I, I, when he first started walking out on the bridge, and then, like, his, you know, his clothes melted away, and then the cloak came out. That's when I stood up, started screaming. <laughs> you were fist, you were fist pumping, you were fist pumping the air, looking at the yes. yes, yes. I'm talking about okay. And then the cloak, the strands turned into the cloak. I was like, oh my god, it's losing my mind. Okay, I was like, I agree with you. Okay, this is this is how an arc should go. I. I was so upset that it took so long for us to see some Loki stuff happen. Okay. I mean, it's a good payoff. I just was upset mm-hmm. it took so long. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I can appreciate that it's kind of poetic that he is no longer Loki, god of chaos, destruction, and mischief. Now he's a god of creation where he's taking all these moons, all these uh timelines and he like you said he breathes life back into them yeah. and is now responsible for life so yeah he becomes and i think he's become the time lord now he's basically the the, the ruler of all the timelines i'm wondering if wait a second wait a second Wait a second. The time stone is green, y'all. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The Ayabagamoto has has green I, in it. I didn't yeah. even think about the fact the time oh. is green because when you said time, I'm like, boo, 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 boo. calculations. I'm like, wait a second. Time stone is green. Do we do we think Sylvie replaces him at the TVA? Basically, she's she's kind of. Hope not. We don't care. We don't care about Sylvie. Bro, you know, you know she's gonna stick her nose where it don't belong. So she, I think she is. That's why she's hanging out with Mobius. Mobius decides he's gonna quit. Uh, and then they end it, and we see Ravona uh Renslayer wake up. I think at a previously defunct and destroyed TVA where yeah. they made that the because you see the something always the moniker on the ground uh as Eliath, the uh shadow or whatever guard dog thing that was holding things there uh as she wakes up you hear it roar and you see like the purple light 
reflecting off of her face as she kind of wakes up and she's looking all crazy. Mobius quits and wants to go. Like, what is he gonna creep on himself? Is that what he's doing? He said, I'm gonna let time pass, but he's just looking at his other self and his boys. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, wow, I'm gonna let time pass. Wow, I don't know. Oh my god, yeah, that long shot looking at himself is very old. Wow, he's creeping on himself. That's just weird. Like, there's not a Slip in and just become that version of yourself. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that the entire time. Watch me. If it ended on a good note, um, I enjoyed it thoroughly, even though a lot of this wasn't really in my wheelhouse as far as shows go because there wasn't as much action. But even when there wasn't as much action in this series, you still felt a lot of kinetic energy. And the comedic stuff was really good. It was kind of a quirky show. I like that, making it unique from the other shows that we've watched. Um, what did you guys think? I felt like I, like I said, I I appreciated that we, we finally understood, like in the last episode in this episode, that like, the thing that's driving Loki is that he just does not want to be alone. Um, and But I'm upset that it took so long for the heart of that message to reveal itself. Like, yeah. I feel like we should have seen, we should have understood that earlier on. Um, I, you know, I just felt like, especially in the second season that we, you know, I understood, I understand it was like a lot of plot stuff they had to get through and I can appreciate that. Yeah. But I just felt like the the heart of the show was missing. I was like, I'm really not sure, like, where we're going with this. And like, yeah, of course you can have some mystery along the way to get to your point. But like, I was like, I, I am not sure what the point is. <laughs> you know, uh, up until like the last two episodes, and I was like, oh, okay. You know, sure. <laughs> and I, it, it, it made me feel like him not wanting to be alone was something they figured out like when they were writing the episodes they fit is like they figured out he didn't want to be alone in the la like as they were writing the last two episodes and i was like okay well i you know <laughs> was that not enough for you or did that did that feel did you want did you want would you have felt better had we had we been have we been given more information about his need to feel and connect to other people? Yeah, I I would have felt better if like whatever his need it was, aside, you know, like Sylvie was trying to drag it home. She was trying to drive it home. Um, in the last episode, not the last one, but, um, five, five, right? She was like digging at it, like, "What do you want? What do you want?" And like Ryan Gosling, what do you want? Right. And I'm like, yes, that's the question that should have been apparent this whole time. That should have been apparent from the jump. Like, I just, I, and don't get me wrong. I really like how the show has had resolved itself. Like, I, I like the resolution. I'm, I'm not mad at it. Mm -hmm. I just felt like the, the core problem of Loki was not made clear for a long time. And that was what was frustrating. I felt so. Interesting. Yeah, like uh, the, the the problem with the TBA was made clear. Yeah, that was always clear. Right, but, but his personal journey wasn't. 
right because I, I think it kind of was because of the examples we saw of him uh which kind of makes it more poignant that he was super self-absorbed and selfish and i think it the poignant thing about it was that the one thing that he wanted most in order to kind of solve things is what he had to actually give up in the end no yeah I, and i get that like i said i think that was made clear in the last two episodes yeah but I felt like for the first four episodes, that was not clear. Yeah, uh, yeah that's that's my only gripe. It's just it took a long time for for the the core, the heart of the show, to be made clear. When I felt like it should have been clear the whole time, it took us through that journey the whole time. Yeah. That's all. Um, personally, I I kind of I, I like really enjoyed this. Uh, this this season of Loki, um, this is probably one of my favorite uh, Marvel shows, just because like I finally got an ending that I was actually excited about. Half yeah, time watching it just fizzles out. It's not really epic, and this is finally got like an epic conclusion to like a character journey. So I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, in response to what you were saying, Joss, and I feel like I personally liked how they handled. Um, how they handled this series of it, it, in the last two episodes of explicitly stating like his need to to feel connected, to really feel family. That's really what he. But that's but if you think about that, like that's all he's been looking for in his life. Like they even referenced, I think was it season one, we're thinking about talking about the loss of his mom, him being of uh, you know messing up things all the time, like. When you could, I don't know. I feel like when I when I see that character, someone who's kind of he feels like a lost soul, in a way. Yeah. Um, so for him to to openly come out and be honest, like we get that honesty about, like, yeah, I'm really just trying to, you know, really connect with. It's really about connection with people. Um, I want my friends back. Yeah, I want my friends. Like it's okay to say that, bro. Like yeah, say that. Um, and so he finally kind of had to muster. He finally had to be open about this. So I thought that that was actually what made this um, way more like I, that humanizes his character a lot more because Absolutely. like we see him as the villain constantly through the MCU. So this is this is one of these moments where he's kind of being vulnerable. Um, so I kind of liked how they kind of played how how they used these remaining two episodes to, to kind of explore them. So I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, this overall season was just, you know, it, it felt like we were just on a roller coaster. And I feel like I agree. I didn't know where this was going to go yeah. at all. I, and that was, but that was also the fun part about the mystery of like, how are they going to resolve this? And I, you know, I really enjoyed how they, how they ended it. And, um, you know, it's, it was really good. So I was like, cool. With it. Um, trying to figure it's- out what rating I would get there. <laughs> they stuck, they stuck the landing for a change. Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of shows I think they have start out really strong, and then ends up like flat soda. Like, yeah, loses so. all its bubbles at the end. You're like, mm, why am I still drinking this? Yeah, I mean, it's usually you know because like a lot of the Marvel shows they end with as they're, they're meant to be springboards into another movie. Yeah. Um, whereas this show was a a strict conclusion, yeah. which we don't really get too much in movies or shows anymore because people are constantly trying to like make more stuff you know but it was it was so satisfying to have an ending in a good one yeah 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 to me i i give it like an eight and a half 
mainly because when you're approaching nine and ten, like I say, you got to be kind of perfect. And this is close to that. Um, there were some misgivings, but I really did enjoy it. I think it stuck the landing. I do like that we get an actual conclusion to this while still being able to be tied and interspersed into the other things that we know are going to be coming at the MCU. But like you said, we do get a definitive kind of stop, at least with his storyline and his part of it. Uh, perhaps they rope him back in, so I get him up out that chair, but then someone's going to have to replace him, I think, if they do. So that that could be a fun conflict if somebody tries to basically recapture what they feel is their domain uh, with him being the new Time Lord um, would be cool. But we do get a definite stop and kind of most of the storylines are kind of left at a certain point where we could just let it kind of let it go now wondering I mean there are a couple that I might be curious about but for the most part I'm I'm good the Renslayer thing kind of left me with like that was the one thing that was like what is this about yeah that's that's what that's the only thing that I was like a baby cliffhanger yeah I was like I'm confused one no more I don't think that like I don't even, personally I didn't really need to see her again like I was fine with, with not seeing Renslayer but that just left that left a door open. So. The TVA is just letting all, everybody into the war room now. It's not just the generals and upper management. It had like the janitor. Everybody was up in there. The engineers. Everybody was in the war room. It's true. I yeah. I I liked it. I liked it. You know. I think, like I said, I think overall it's a good show. I can appreciate the the arc that they took Loki on. You know, like my only personal misgiving is not even you know. It's, it's probably a misgiving that is not true to this character arc as I understand now, but my only misgiving was just like, <laughs> we didn't get to see, I just wanted to see Loki be a cool wizard for longer. That's all. <laughs> That's valid. That's all. I just wanted to see just more powers, more cool Loki clothes, you know, just him using his wit and, and he did. Just not in the way that I was expecting or hoping, but that's not a bad thing. Like I don't. You think, wanted more flash. Yeah, just, a, just a just a little bit, you know. It was a lot of orange for someone who's very much green, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> you want him to be sporting that green, black, and gold the whole time? They put him in his little brown. It didn't even have to be the whole time. I just, you know, I like, and I, I just felt like for a good bit of the, this season. We were getting lost in like the plot of the TVA, and I felt like Loki was becoming a side character in his own show. Yeah. That was the thing that was frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's all. That's why I was just like, oh, I, I wish I understood this through line earlier, mm-hmm. you know. But like now it makes sense that you know, um, that he would become almost a side character uh, in this plot line based on his glorious purpose that we've learned he's meant to realize yeah. that you know it's, it takes a lot of mess to even come to that conclusion you know yeah. um, maybe that's kind of illustrating it the fact that he's sitting on the sidelines basically looking to his right and to his left waiting for somebody else to step up not realizing no it's that's you you're supposed right. to you're supposed to step up and do that not wait for this solution with all these other things that you're running through you, you you're the solution right now yeah like i said i i 
it makes sense kind of kind of narratively it just as an audience member it was starting to lose me and i was getting frustrated because i was just like loki is the main character and we know what's cool about him and i want to see it you know but and we're not seeing it and he's starting to fall to the wayside so i was getting angry i was like come on man and i i knew that they were gonna drive it home in the last two episodes because that's been on brand for every marvel show that has come out it's like the, for the first four to five episodes you know where it's a bunch of like lead-in it's a bunch of plot it's a bunch of you know with some mystery but just a bunch of plot okay mm-hmm. and then like the last two episodes is like here's everything you need to know and why this is cool so yeah, <laughs> I, I-, I knew that that's what it was gonna be i was just like it took so long and i'm tired now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is annoying when you have the title character that doesn't seem like for a long period of time he isn't the main character and the show is named after him. Yeah. I don't like when they do that. <laughs> Yasuke. Um, yeah. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so Jocelyn, what would you what would you rate it out of ten? I I feel like a seven point eight or seven I feel like that feels fair in my heart. <laughs> this show. Did you say seven point eight? Yeah, really, it's really seven point five. Just because I yeah, like, 5. yeah, seven point five. That feels correct to me. Um, there was a lot of stuff that was great about this show. There was a lot of stuff that was frustrating me about the show. Hmm. Silky was very. Or, that's her name, right? Silky. Silky. Sorry. Yeah. We call her Silky now. That's hilarious. We can call her Silky. <laughs> Silky was frustrating me a whole lot. Um, the the stuff with Miss Minutes was interesting but weird. Um, <laughs> and weird in the sense of like, oh, they introduced this interesting conflict, but it, you know, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it needed a, a stronger conclusion. Like, I don't know. It just, like, it wasn't as fleshed out, maybe, as it should that be. That I did not want to pay off for at the end. I didn't want to, <laughs> yeah, did not want to see Miss Minutes getting down. I didn't. I did not want to see that either. I did not. But I was just like, okay, there's an interesting conflict with this clock here that's been introduced. It's just... a conflict with the clock. <laughs> you gonna call her the clock? She hit a clock. She going through it. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so. Didn't want, I didn't want a conclusion. Didn't want to miss minutes. Only fans. None of that. I didn't want to see. Oh, that. I didn't want it either. It was interesting, but I was just like, okay, this is it's weird. <laughs> it's it's fitting weird in this arc, but it's it was interesting. So I was like, okay, um, yeah, I'm, the Ravona Time Slayer stuff. You know, that's an open ended. Is that no Renslayer? What is her name? <laughs> Ravona. Her name's Ravona. Renslayer. Yeah, but she said Time Slayer. I sure did. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> Ravona Renslayer. Her stuff is is left open ended. Um, you know, okay. Uh, like that, but again, there was a lot that I liked about it. Um, you know, I just I, I just wish I could have seen Loki do more stuff aside from like appearing in and out and just doing his signature. Head flip all the time, you know, because that's what he do every time. You know it. Listen, you know it. Every time he show up in a room, his arms are flayed, and then uh, he's doing that. 
you know. So, and I'm like, why you look like you about to do something? You just gonna run to one room to the next. You ain't about to do nothing. So, I'm, I'm calling it now though. Uh, Kang is gonna pick Renslayer back up. I think so too. I think that's why she's there. I didn't forget about you, baby. Oh. <laughs> Miss Minutes was nothing. And then the clock, she just gonna be in the corner. I showed her what you said. <laughs> that was AI footage, baby. That wasn't me. <laughs> that was a different me. That was the same me. That was another kind. That was another That was one of my evil variants, baby. You know I would never do you like that. Oh, yeah, they gotta put her in a movie. That's what they they need to put Renslayer in a movie. And whenever they get when we ever we get back to Kang's story or narrative, whatever that is. Do we know we're gonna see him again? Yeah. I like I like is it a specific project that we know? Oh, is there Kang the, Dynasty? There we go. I oh. think because I think they they're too far gone. I know there's rumors about them dropping him right now, but I think they're too far gone into it uh, okay. to okay. drop him right now. Uh, just like not to cross pollinate, but with the uh, Flash, they didn't drop oh boy Ezra Miller, so I don't think they're dropping Jonathan Major. They're gonna they're gonna follow it up and see it through. They may add some other stuff in the interim just in case. Something goes funky, but I don't think he's getting dropped. Hmm. What would you rate it, Jordan? Um, I, I feel like eight and a half with, with a solid rate. It was a solid rate. It's eight and a half. Based on what I said, eight and a half sticks. Yeah, yeah. We're all, we're all kind of close. I guess, I guess uh, Jocelyn didn't like it a little less because of the, uh, the. I just wanted to see more of Loki being Loki. That, okay. that was my main thing. You've been saying this is day one, though. Yeah. You were consistent. You were like, yeah, I want more magic hands, green magic hands. I do. I get I do. Wizard. Yeah. Be a wizard. Yeah, man. And listen, and you know what? You know what? To be even more fair, his arc is very true to a wizard's arc. Wizards are oh, very, like, wizards are very, like, weak in the beginning of any arc that they're in in any kind of RPG or story and then once they start to realize and get you know get access to their powers they're OP okay and that's kind of what has happened that's 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 what it's been you know so I guess I can appreciate that I, <laughs> you gotta take you gotta take something you gotta gotta do some bail come on now they did they did that I just wanted to see a show, and it, you know, I because I, I know how I am with superhero stuff. The superhero stuff I want to see is like the reason why I know that they're cool. I want to see a whole show about it, okay? Like the Wonder Woman movie when it came out, I wanted a Wonder Woman movie where the Wonder Woman was a bodybuilder and she was just going hand to hand with folks the whole entire time. That's the movie I wanted. Yes, okay. feats everywhere. Yes, because look, okay, that's all I wanted. All right, and her being ruthless because she is. She she's a, a woman of justice, but she's also ruthless. She gonna kill them folk. She gonna kill that man. Did you, okay. the, did you see the imagery, the concept art of Zack Snyder having um having uh, Gal Gadot carry like the heads of some like Nazi soldiers? You see, that's more in line with what you're talking about. Yeah, that and was, like I hmm. I wanted to see a whole show of Loki causing chaos and destruction. Um, and it it coming to to coming back to bite him in his ass. That's what I wanted to see. 
I want they, to they could have had him being a little more mischievous the whole time. He he got to taking things a little too seriously a little too early. I mean, yeah. season one was that. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Kind of, it's more, more season season this, him and Sylvie running around doing stuff. Like, yeah. you look at how other people perceive them. They look like a bunch of mis- mischievous tricks of God running around. Sure, but I, you know, I don't know. I just want to, I, so sometimes I just want, like, straightforward. Like, if this is a God of mischief and hedonism, I want to see it big and bold and all this kind of stuff. I want to see it loud and proud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> only I'm only saying hedonism because they said it in season one. Remember when they were at that? This was episode three, season one. Okay. Where they were in that, like, him and Sylvie were in that, like, bar together or whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, we're hedonists or hedonistic. And I was like, they're drinking one glass of wine. I was like, I. <laughs> you want them to turn up for real. Yes. Only to be like, had seven, eight shots. Like, I wanted to see them turning the whole entire bar up. I wanted to see them filling the entire room with wine and everybody is lost. That's what I wanted to see. And then swimming on top of the wine. All right. This That's what I, the, the, I wanted the most extreme version. Do you want to write a Loki fan thing? That, like, that wouldn't have been PG-13, I don't think. No, I mean, but... If you want to write it, just write it. I mean, that sounds cool. They'll go for it. Facts. Oh, <laughs> Facts, we're doing it. Yeah. Well, thank you guys uh, once again for taking the time out of your day to chop it up and talk these things. I see two lurkers with a little eyeball icon up in the left part of the screen. So I know we've had a couple people watching live. I appreciate you, whoever you are, taking the time out of your day to listen to us on the AskariCast. Um, this audio will be uploaded on Thursday to Spotify for podcasters. Uh, the AskariCast is the name of the channel. Uh, once again, description, there will be links to our website so you can look at our own creative endeavors if you so choose and are interested. Uh, thank you all. Once again, we will talk to you all next week once we figure out what it is we're going to talk about. Now this is over. Peace. Sounds good. Bye. Peace.